0: You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, and here we discuss topics on personal development and entrepreneurship. These podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com download. If you enjoy these discussions, consider my home study programs at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. In today's Neville Goddard Conversation, I'd like to discuss how others appear to reflect what we once imagined. Now, I want to do this in a way that has never been done before in relation to this quote. He says, You rise to a higher level of consciousness by taking your attention away from your present limitations and placing it upon that which you desire to be. So i like to say that attention appears to go in a direction to reveal what was once imagined and no shame or condemnation. Now is where all the power is. So what are we imagining now? Is it from the premise of fulfilled desire? See, I believe the key to a wonderful life full of harmonious relationships is both acceptance of that end and allowing your attention to remain on what is related to that end. Then operating from that state includes what you do, not do, all that happens naturally to reflect that state in a flow-based way. To enter in that state of fulfillment, where everything flows in an ideal way for you, we apply what he says here. You must imagine that you are already experiencing what you desire. That is, you must assume the feeling of the fulfillment of your desire until You are possessed by it. And this feeling crowds all other ideas out of your consciousness. So prior to sleep or at a chosen time, we engage in prayer or auto-suggestion, which is a form of prayer, as they imply acceptance of already being who you desire to be, already having what you desire to have. Mark 11.24 Therefore, I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. You have received it, as in, you already have it. Then, some way, somehow, everything plays out ideally automatically to actualize what you have accepted as true. A recent example was I was in California this week, and as I look back to the start of the week, I saw all the events and all who played the roles in the events were in perfect sync. I went into the week with the intention of having a number of client conversations and recording them for the upcoming videos, which I'm planning on sharing as testimonies to applying everything we discuss on this channel. And it was back-to-back while I was there. My schedule, that is. More than it has ever been in my life. Yet, it all worked out ideally by releasing control and allowing. And all the schedules coordinated perfectly, even down to the last minute of arriving at the locations for meetings, recordings, etc. At the perfect time, we can say. And it even felt at times that traffic parted and everything flowed ideally in a mutually harmonious way in the spirit of harmony with all. Now, why I believe it was this way is the following. Number one, we know that others appear saying the same things we imagine. Number two, God does everything and plays all roles. I can myself do nothing. The Father within doeth the work. As in, God appears and appears to animate all that appears. And number three, allowing my attention to remain on what is related to the end. See, on the journey to actualizing a vision, we also reveal what was once self-suggested and also on the journey to actualizing a vision, we can be aware of what we are self-suggesting in relation to what appears and this is key for every imaginal act is an investment that could play out in some shape or form. To emphasize, the following is from his book, The Power of Awareness. He says, all transformation." is based upon suggestion. And this can work only where you lay yourself completely open to an influence. So we know through autosuggestion, which is prayer, inner speech and imagination of already being who we desire to be, and on the journey to actualizing the vision, we may also be self-suggesting, So the way I like to look at this is, as we discussed in Thursday's video, which if you haven't seen it, I'll link in the description to it. One is open to influence and accepting suggestions, perhaps all day long, whether they're aware of it or not. The question is, are we self-suggesting as applicable on the journey to actualizing the vision from the premise of fulfilled desire in relation to what appears or are we self-suggesting in relation to what appears to be evidenced through the five senses from past beliefs that are not true to your vision? This is why it is key to guard the subconscious aspect of mind which stores the suggestions for playing out by not self-suggesting anything that is not considered ideal. And this is key on the journey to actualizing the vision, to allow the unseen to take care of everything for you and not try to unnecessarily control things. This is how mind is purified. And practically speaking from my experience this last week, how did this play out? Well, consider this. One is suggesting to themselves what different experiences in the world mean to them during the journey to actualizing the vision. The question is, is it from the premise of fulfilled desire or not? See, I could have inharmoniously judged by appearances, such as Changes in plans, meetings being moved around, rain in the earlier part of the week, etc. But I did not judge by appearances, John 7:24. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. And what would happen as a result if I was inharmoniously judging by appearances? Well, I would probably not remain abiding in the state of the wish fulfilled, and people would appear Reflect my state, which could be reflecting the fear, doubt, and uncertainty based beliefs of the undesired state identified with. Now, if this occurs on the bridge of incidents to actualizing the vision, then we take our attention away from those thoughts arising from the fear, doubt, and uncertainty based beliefs by letting them be, and by that I mean not identifying with them. And the mind is soon purified from those former conversations, those false beliefs, and they are no longer identified with. And then we remain allowing. And by that I mean, number two, God does everything, plays all roles, appears as, and animates all that appears to reflect what was imagined. I can of myself do nothing. The Father within doeth the work. Because, all that plays out as life experiences is a result of what was once imagined. And no shame, judgment, or condemnation. Now is where all the power is to imagine that you are already that which you desire to be and or have what you desire. To allow it to appear, as he says here in his The Truth That Sets You Free chapter, he says, the drama of life is a psychological one." in which all the conditions, circumstances, and events of your life are brought to pass by your assumptions. So there's no one to change but self. The one cause within is related to in imagination and thus appears that way it is related to. Others thus appear to reveal what we imagine in our relationships. And one may find it tempting to point to visible causes as the reason things are not flowing on the journey to actualizing the vision. That temptation is perhaps the result of identification to a belief of the cause being outside. And by that I mean in the world of appearances. The world that appears to be made visible through the five senses from imagination. The truth that sets you free is that there is only one universal cause and it is within. I am. The Ancient of Days. Exodus 3.14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. It is what is imagined of the one cause that appears. Again, I can of myself do nothing. The Father within doeth the works. So then, what do you say of the I am within you? It is revealed in and as the outer expressions of life. And again, no shame or condemnation as one may not have consciously intended to imagine life to be in an undesirable way. So we put off that former conversation now and order our inner speech from the premise of already having via any form of auto-suggestion, as he says here. The great secret is a controlled imagination and a well-sustained attention, firmly and repeatedly focused on the object to be accomplished. It cannot be emphasized too much that by creating an ideal within your mental sphere, by assuming that you are already that ideal, you identify yourself with it and thereby transform yourself into its image, thinking from the ideal instead of thinking of the ideal. And so the last part is key when relating to the end. During prayer, We pray as though we already have. That's the distinction between thinking from the end and thinking of the end. So again, from my experience, if I'm not thinking ideally in relation to what appears, I simply put off the former conversation by acknowledging that I already have what I desire. For example, I might say, God's thoughts are higher than the current thoughts, or it's done, or thank you or ideal now, to capture and abide in the feeling, and it's done. Then things appear to move in harmonious ways. All roles are played to reflect what is imagined. And I release what appears as individual control, which the appearance of that is the result of identification to a past untrue belief. This purifies the mind from that belief and allows God to take care of everything. So now as mentioned in the beginning, your attention appears to go in the direction which reveals what you once imagined as true. And so we don't shame or condemn self, we instead accept self, being as you are now. And from the stillness, you acknowledge that regardless of appearances, you are already love, peace, and fulfillment. This allows your attention to appear to go in the direction of what is related to the vision. While God, which is the all mind, beyond the individual mind, takes care of the rest, behind the scenes, we could say. To further emphasize this, let's explore some parts of the attention chapter from The Power of Awareness. He says, the attentive attitude involves selection. For when you pay attention, it signifies that you have decided to focus your attention on one object or state, rather than on another. Therefore, when you know what you want, you must deliberately focus your attention on the feeling of your wish fulfilled, until that feeling fills the mind and crowds all other ideas out of consciousness. So as we established thus far, an auto-suggestion meditated upon from the premise of having results in the feeling of the wish fulfilled. This can be done perhaps in the morning when you wake up or prior to sleep. And in that moment of that feeling, as he says, it crowds out all other ideas out of consciousness, resulting in acceptance of the wish fulfilled. Then, on the journey to actualizing the vision, if attention appears to drift in relation to people, environment, and information, and by that I mean one is consciously or subconsciously self-suggesting in a not-so-ideal way in relation to those appearances, consider the following that he says here. All progress depends upon an increase of attention. The ideas which impel you to action are those which dominate the consciousness, those which possess the attention. So this is a practice. We get better at it with practice. Every moment is an opportunity to apply the law. And the way I relate to this is each moment I live is an opportunity. Thus, now is the opportunity to practice, not allowing my attention to drift, living a life of meditation. And by that I mean, allowing my attention to remain on what I'm doing, the current initiative, wherever I am, there is where I pour my heart into being present in the flow with the experience. And if something appears that distracts me, I acknowledge it is not the appearance that distracts me. It is my self-suggestion in relation to what appears that results in being distracted. And I'm the only one who is self-suggesting in relation to what appears. And again, that is what prayer is, suggestion. And so, What am I suggesting now? What am I saying of the I am within me? And if the thought wasn't ideal, I let it pass. And I remained in my chosen state. And stayed remaining abiding in my chosen state for the whole week. And it worked out as mentioned. All the schedules coordinated perfectly. Even down to the last minute of arriving at the locations for the meetings, recordings, etc at the perfect time, in the spirit of harmony with all. So not only is this the way to actualize your visions, it is also a practice, a fun one, might I add, a game, you could say, to not allow your attention to drift, as that will be drifting, as Napoleon Hill called it in Outwitting the Devil. And I do this again, again, and again as conscious application of the law never stops until heaven on earth is perfectly externalized, as he said one time. I did it, I'm doing it, and I will continue to do it until that which I have done is perfectly externalized within my world. He says, attention is developed by repeated exercise or habit. Through habit an action becomes easier and so in course of time gives rise to a facility or faculty which can then be put to higher uses. When you attain control of the internal direction of your attention, you will no longer stand in shallow water, but will launch out into the deep of life. You will walk in the assumption of the wish fulfilled as on a foundation more solid even than earth. As above, so below. As in heaven, so on earth. Romans 12.2 Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I you found this video to be helpful. Let's conclude this with an auto-suggestion to further encourage. You could say, I abide in the feeling of already being all that I desire to be, having all that I desire to have. Isn't it wonderful? And from this state, all appear in harmony with my heaven on earth in a mutually harmonious way as my attention automatically remains on what is related to my vision as I allow the unseen power within me to take care of everything for me. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives. As mentioned, these podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com/download. To deeply integrate this information in relation to your goals and your visions, I suggest taking a look at my five programs. You can check them out at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. Until next time, thank you for being a subscriber. And it is an honor and blessing to be part of your journey.